episode 77. Welcome to Dharmic Evolution. Hey everybody, I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor, singer, songwriter, audio video artist, and master storyteller, and I found another gem, a New Jersey gem in my backyard. It's a total family event when Laura Cheadle gets on the road. No session players, they got their own studio, they play all the tracks themselves and take it to the world. So you better strap up your seatbelts and let's go for a ride. Uh, welcome today, Laura Cheadle, to the Dharmic Evolution. How are you doing, girl? I'm awesome. How are you? You know, I'm doing great, and it's so funny, like you're in my own backyard, and yeah. here I, I went like and just, I saw you on, uh, I can't remember, I think it was Reverb Nation, or I just saw you on Facebook or whatever, but... um. And then I got into your music and said, wow, look at this little pearl in my own backyard. I didn't know you were here. So welcome. I'm so glad you uh, you agreed to come on and share some of your music and your stories with us. Absolutely. Yeah, so tell us uh, tell us about what's going on with your bad self these days. I see you've got a lot of activity. You're in the studio, right? Oh, yeah. This is probably going to be my seventh album, actually. No kidding. crazy. Wow. And... Um, just we're hitting it hard you know we've been playing it's my all family band we've been performing for a long time and um my dad's in the band my brother's in the band it's really honestly as a family and so there's no problem getting together for the holidays for you guys oh no (laughs) we're always together (laughs) hey how did this how did that happen that you guys all ended up like a like was it just like a a conceived thing or it just kind of happened by accident what's the story behind that well, my dad likes to say he ruined us at an early age. My dad, <laughs> my dad is, was in the Philadelphia international scene. He was tour, uh, signed with Columbia Records. He, he was on, he's on so many recordings you can't even imagine. You know, so many amazing things. If you read his bio, it's like, it'll blow your mind. So and he's I, he's a guitarist or a no? Keyboard? He's the piano player. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. So I, literally, from a young age, I went on my first tour when I was four years old. We uh, did a professional music video called the appreciation choir i have a little bowl haircut and we toured the whole country when i was four so literally i've been doing this my whole life so wow wow that must have been that must so you you never knew anything different this was your thing yeah so you're like you just you had the same story as sammy davis jr and michael jackson like you've you've been living breathing eating sleeping it the whole time yeah and 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 i bet you love it right Absolutely. There's no rush like getting a crowd to perform to sing with you and dance with you. It's the best feeling in the world. Yeah. And tell me how did you get like taken with the blues cuz you got such a great blues voice. Love it. Well, it's so funny because I love when people want to know that because, you know, I didn't start off I mean, all I heard as a kid was a lot of blues and my dad had bands in and out of the house with blues and I loved that like this amazing woman June Evans really taught me the blues but I couldn't I didn't really believe it until a couple years ago because I had to live it a little bit my voice had to turn into that because before that I did a lot of singer songwriter always with a funky soul beat but um a couple years ago is when my real blues voice really finally came out so 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 what do you think what do you think um it just time and maturity doing music for so long that kind of pulled you into that combination of things or yeah you can't i mean i think blues i mean i'm still young for blues which i love right (laughs) um you know you really have to 
live a little bit and experience and 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 I had to believe myself when I was singing because your voice, I, I, it's actually really, you know, your voice has to mature as well to sing this kind of music. It's not like pop music, which a lot of, you know, teenagers can sing, which is still great, of course. But for blues, you really have to have that believable emotion. And um, I love it because it just fits me so perfectly. Yeah, I'm still waiting for mine to kick in because I did. Sl- <laughs> I slept in the Shell Station ladies' room bathroom when I was 17 for a few weeks. So, oh man! So I had the experience. I just got a you know it just hasn't kicked in yet. Hey, let's play a little track here. I want to play something uh, to give everybody a little flavor about. All right. What Laura's all about? Higher place this is. Check it out. family on this is this all self-contained or do you have some session players too no we never use session players it's always the family damn girl yeah. i That's love i love all the tones like i can pick out all the personalities like um who's on bass because i love the tone that's, that's my dad my Man. dad my dad's basically on most of the insurance on that track yeah. he actually wrote i wrote the lyrics but he wrote the music because that's that's got that real philadelphia sound as well, yeah sound. it's one of my great. favorites I love it. I love it. So um, where do you guys record? Do you, have, do you have your own studio or do you go somewhere? Yeah, we have our own studio called Swedesboro Music Studio. It's in New Jersey, South Jersey. And uh, my dad records. We do everything here. He awesome. produces it. 
so you guys are you guys are so self-contained. You don't need oh, yeah. anybody. <laughs> so are you handling like all the management, the road work? Like you guys aren't doing. Oh, you're not roadies too, are you? Like, <laughs> oh, I, I need to get some more. It's funny when we open for big acts, they'll give us roadies, but you know, for the other stuff, we do it ourselves. And right. I, I'm, I'm pretty weak at carrying things, so it's terrible. So I've got to help my dad out. Sending roadies out there. Come on out. Yeah, uh, it's a fun show. <laughs> All right, that's a shout out. Anybody who's <laughs> following the Cheetle uh, band around the world, get Woo-hoo! get ready, man. Get out there and help them out. Yeah. So, um, so tell me about what's going on with the your, the new record that you're working on right now is called Chill. Is that correct? Yeah. So, can you tell us a little bit about? Give us a story. Is it going to be a full length album, an EP? What's the story on that? Yeah, so the last album I released was called Where the Blues Hangs Out, which was a huge blues record, a lot of blues, high-powered energy. This is going to be, you know, a lot of songs that I wrote, and they're blues acoustic with some soul singer-songwriter songs. So they're more chill songs, real kind of breathy with my voice. And I wanted to put out an album like that because that's also another side of me. It's it's always been something that I love, just writing songs on the guitar. But they're going to be produced as well, but... Real chill blues, so I hope, and uh, I think it's going to be great. Well, the songs you know, sound great. Yeah, I love the way you're. Um, you know, when I was checking out, I'm obviously a new fan and supporter of yours, but um, listening to you sing, um, I'm just checking out how you you embrace the idea of blues in your voice. I mean, the subtleties and the nuances uh, are really beautiful. The way you capture like the emotions in, in your music, it's really really cool. Thank you. Hey, tell me, Laura, about um, touring, like. Um, you guys, you've done so much touring. Like when you finish this record, do you guys just automatically say, "Okay, time to hit the road and, and support this record"? Yeah, we we probably will. We we've done a lot of touring in California, Lon- London. We're probably going to go back because when I went to London, they really dug my music. I feel like they really understood it, and it's amazing when you go to Europe because it's they really. I mean, from a young age, the kids are listening to jazz and blues from like ten years old there. Right. So it's really cool to see that. So yeah, we're probably going to be supporting that. Great. And uh and is cool. everybody in the family obviously down with touring? Oh yeah. Yeah, we, so tell me always go. <laughs> so so they everybody can't wait, right? Get on the plane, oh, yeah. get on the bus, let's go, let's man. Let's do it. Yeah. We got a little Cheetle van we have. So that's kind of awesome. cool. I mean, the whole family <laughs> together. I mean, I think that's kind of cool, man, that you guys are all like, you know, have managed to make this work. It's really really great. I I have um I have uh, two sons, and one of them is a, a very accomplished um, singer-songwriter, and he's pursuing his own career. So, But when we get together, it's just always a rush. I just love it. So <laughs> yeah. so tell me, um, like, favorite places to play for you guys? And Oh, before I ask that, let me, the rest of the band members, tell me who else. Your brother? It's my brother. He's on lead guitar, Jimmy. Okay. And uh, we have an amazing drummer, Tina Young, who's incredible. And uh, I call her cousin Tina. She's the honorary Cheadle. She's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just four piece. Yeah, four and, piece. And you my, guys, you got some sound for four piece. Yeah, my dad's left hand bass is insane. We've yeah. had so many bass players come in and out, but I feel like it's never as tight as my so, dad's left so hand. So you, you guys are like the new Doors. We, yeah. we don't need a bass player. You know yeah. why bother? <laughs> to hear my dad playing that, you'll understand. Like whoa. Well, yeah, no, I'm I'm impressed already with uh, <laughs> with what I've heard. It's just it's just crazy. So let's do another one, okay? Because uh, sure. I think it's time. This love looks good on me. Laura Chino. 
Hey, Laura. Yeah. So tell me, um, what's your brother's name? Jimmy. Jimmy. Did he listen to Robert Cray growing well, that's, up? Well, that's my dad on the guitar on that, oh. that's his track. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's, that's him playing guitar on that one. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Crushed it. Crushed it. Yeah. I, I just love the feel. I just, <laughs> I heard Robert Cray, like shades of Robert oh, yeah. in there. Yeah. The whole thing is great. So Jimmy, and what's your dad's name? 
James. James. All right. It's, yeah. it's like, and I'm James Kevin, so we got the James gang there here, it is. you know? Hey, so listen, you're fast on the fly with social media, so oh, I just, yeah. uh, we're already connected on Instagram and Twitter, so um, I just want to read your uh, your Instagram here. So, touring singer-songwriter, Jersey Girl, keeping the blues alive with the family by my side, hippie, vegan, and multi-blues award winner, so... <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> hey, so tell me about your veganism. What? When did you become a vegan? Well, I've been a vegetarian my entire life. Have um, you really? Never, ever liked meat. And I just can't do it. I used to take the hot dog off the roll and eat the roll when I was a baby. And then, so just uh, from the get-go, you just went Oh, out. yeah. Oh, my, wow. My family didn't raise me vegan, believe me. Yeah. And, um, Neither did you. You just, something in you decided, no, it's not ugh, my thing. I, can't, I physically can't do it. And then um, about... 12 years ago i dairy started making me sick so that was an easy transition right so that's it so you're just and, you're just salads and stuff oh there's a lot more to that yeah, i hate when I people know. say that <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> a so, lot more than that so what do you find it challenging on the road because i always have trouble finding like when i'm traveling getting good food because i like to eat healthy do, what do you do do you just you'd make be really them? surprised yeah i mean even down south now, there's an incredible amount of vegan places. There's a place, there's an app called happycal.net, and it tells you where all the vegan is. But I also eat a lot of Asian food, and there's always, and it's, I eat a lot of Chinese food, and it's always tofu available. So Right, happycal.net? Yeah, it'll wow. tell you where, where there's vegan food, vegetarian friendly. It's amazing. So literally anywhere I go, like now anyway, it's amazing. You can get anything. Yeah. Great. Well, I guess people are waking up that, you know, there are better choices to make out there oh, than fast yeah. food, you know? Oh, hey, yeah. can I ask you more about, about touring? I know you guys, um, you did some stuff down in Atlantic City. Um, how is how was that? Oh, yeah. We've been playing Atlantic City for a long time. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm from South Jersey, so it's right, right down right there. So, uh, so you probably have a bit of a following down there, no? Yeah, my yeah. big, my yeah, my largest followings in Philadelphia, New York City. I get huge crowds; those are like the biggest. But definitely Jersey too, you know, all over the place. But uh, California, I have a really big following, and I'm a freak with social media. So every time I tour somewhere, I work my butt off getting people out there. Like Chicago, I love playing there. Just depends where I go. Right. Now tell me speaking of social media tell me what is your what is your favorite platforms that you use I know you're using Twitter Instagram and Facebook um are those the three biggies or do you have other ones that you're you're like really into are you into periscope or like you know give me your take on what works for you For me I love Facebook because my fan base is there um my fan base tends to be older um but also, it depends, you know, college students love me too, things like that. But Facebook seems to be where I get the most traffic. Instagram's cool too. Right. Um, I try to put a lot of content on. Twitter, I try as much. But Facebook is really cool. You know, it's funny. I really miss MySpace because <laughs> that was so artist-friendly. I always bring that up. People laugh at me because it's like so old now. But well, it's that, still that around, was, right? I, yeah, but no one's on it. It's yeah, <laughs> That's, I know. But that was such a cool tool because people were going there and for musicians and they weren't you know you didn't have to like seem like oh why are you on my page like yeah but facebook's getting better um but i honestly still like facebook i get so many views there and 
that's my favorite platform. But I, I, I join every social media I can, you know. So what do you think happened with MySpace? I mean, why? I mean, I remember it was so huge. And that was only, what, five years ago? Six years ago, maybe? Yeah. And, and then, uh, you know, Facebook came on. Like, Facebook is like, it, it's, it's bigger than most countries now. I People think. are upset. <laughs> Facebook has this weird addicting quality about it. And I, I don't understand it. But I yeah. mean, it's amazing, though. But um, I don't know. I was so, I loved MySpace. I held on for dear life. But yeah. Was so, because there's not... Facebook isn't that musician friendly. You always have to put external links on there and Right. You can't have like a music player. You can on your fan page, but I notice a lot of people want to be your friend. But I only have I have a five thousand limit, so I can't even add anyone else to my my quote personal page, which isn't even my personal page. It's exactly the same as my fan page. Right. But um people like being your friend. Yeah. Unless you're like a huge celebrity, they'll like, you know. Right. So it's Some... it's hard. Well it's like I think um well, well, they're starting to get interactive with one another, some of the platforms. Like Reverb mm-hmm. Nation, all of a sudden, you they'll automatically put um, a player on Facebook yeah. if you want, which is kind of cool. I mean, if somebody just wants to know, like, well, what does yeah. this person sound like? I can kind of, like, you know, yeah, I like this. And, you know, it's pretty immediate, which is kind of mm-hmm. cool, you know. Um, I don't know. They're coming so fast and furious. I was on Periscope for a while, and I kind of, I kind of fell off because I'm on so many different things. Right. And the podcast is a big responsibility as well. So you have to kind of pick and choose. Now there's something brand new out called Anchor that just came out. Um, there's Snapchat that's huge. Oh, so, I'm I'm all over Snapchat. Are you? I love, I love Snapchat. I, I just hooked <laughs> up. I'll have to hit you up on that. I just went on that this week. I haven't done I, anything yet, but I haven't like told people like i have like my friends on there i think i should like tell people i want it's it's one of those things it's like you want to tell people where you are every five seconds or you want to yeah yeah it's hard to keep anything secret right yeah yeah it really is (laughs) our life is being played out in uh in technicolor and and full-blown audio everywhere we go you know frightening frightening yeah hey let me let me go back to the touring for a minute oh wait i want to ask you about you guys were you've played for so many people like you've opened for bands you've done all kinds of touring and uh uh, you know, Spin Doctors and Jonas Brothers and John Hall and Average White Band. Then you played some um, after party for Springsteen. Oh, yeah. Uh, how was that? You get, you got any cool stories about that? It's the, being that we're both in New Jersey, I know a <laughs> few people might like to hear about that. That was awesome. Uh, just his his concert crowd came and his, you know, Clarence Clemens' son um, I did the show with. Uh-huh. And um, it was it was nuts. That was such a great night. I was at the World Cafe Live in Philadelphia, and I didn't see Bruce, but I was, but he was there somewhere. But um, it was awesome. Yeah, and, and the crowd went insane. It was great. Yeah, where was it? Was it was in Jersey? I, I no, World Cafe Live, Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. okay, that's yeah. that's almost Jersey. <laughs> yeah, it's right there. Yeah, yeah, that must have been so cool. Yeah, I have. Um, I interviewed some. Uh, awesome artist from australia and she started i said well where was your influence from and she said well it's the first two bruce springsteen albums now here's (laughs) this australian and she's so artsy like she's so different that you'd never in a million years think you know so uh the jersey reach is is far and wide oh i know know. everyone i meet from different (laughs) countries knows way more american culture than i do i feel like they're just so all about it 
Yeah. Awesome. I was in, uh, I had one in South Africa recently and I was saying to the young lady, um, you know, so happy to have you on the show. And she turns around and says, no, no, I'm so thrilled because you're from America. So there's yeah, this, you know, yeah. there's this charm, you know, back and forth. We just love to be where we're not from. Yeah. I think that's the, that's the whole beauty. Hey, let's play another one, Laura. How about the best that it could feel? Oh yeah. All right. Not too soon. 
Great bridge. That's really awesome. I love the background vocals, and uh, there's a lot of air in your arrangements, which I really love. Thank you. Yeah, nice. Hey, um, I wanted to ask you about, you guys did some TV stuff, so how was that for you? Uh, ABC's Tuned In? You were on that oh, a yeah. bunch of times? Yeah, we were the uh, the first viewer's choice, too. So the people spoke. They wanted us on, so that was really cool. Great. And then also NBC 10 show and, and national uh, reality show Next Great Family Band on oh, yeah. NBC. Wow. You guys, you guys should really Google that. It's, it's great. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I will. I, I didn't. I had no idea. You see, I, like, you, were, you were a secret in my own backyard. Uh, Shame on me. I'm Jersey glad I girl. found you. Yeah. It's about time, right? And you're also named Superwoman in South Jersey Magazine for your active charity work. Tell me about your charity work, Laura. I have worked so hard and long for many charities. Um, I used to work, I still work in support, of course, but I used to be their official spokesperson for the American Foundation for Children with AIDS. That was an amazing time. My music video for Change It's All Right was devoted to that. I donate and I perform for breast cancer awareness because I've lost so many people to that terrible, terrible disease. I work a lot with gay pride, LGBT. I have a ton of gay pride festivals coming up, which I'm a huge supporter of. And I try to, you know, spread the love as much as I can. Wow, that is really, really beautiful for you to do that. That's pretty awesome. Um, Tell me about when you're touring, like when you're playing in general, what's your favorite type of gig? Do you like the great big monster, um, you know, stages, like huge, huge crowds? Um, Are you more comfortable medium-sized, smaller pubs? Like what's your favorite thing for your music right now? My favorite recent gig was this past October. We uh, opened for Peter Tork of the Monkees. Wow. And it was so awesome. And uh, it was at this place called the Sellersville Theater. It's uh-huh. in Sellersville, Pennsylvania. It's a great size theater. It's not like super huge, but it's pretty, pretty big. It's, I don't know, maybe 500 people, something like that. And right. that is, loved that because I am a huge audience skitter like if you're sitting down i will get you up and dance that's the kind of performer that i am right and that was just such a cool gig i put i actually that entire performance is on my youtube page from that entire show so that's that's a great gig i like i also like smaller i just had a show in philadelphia for my birthday show last week and it was packed and it was a smaller venue but it just depends i like i just love a place where people actually it's i really make it my thing that i make people get up even if they're sitting so it's fun right. when i tr- i I, have a, I just got a wireless microphone for a present so Uh-oh, I, I am out. unstoppable <laughs> so so connecting is so important for you oh, so, yeah. so so you know smaller and medium you probably feel like you could at least get some eye contact and have some oh, personal yeah. you know connection to get people like involved with what you're doing absolutely yeah no one- that's cool. Um, how about in the studio when you got, when you're putting your music together? What is your process with the family? I mean, do you go off and, and come up with ideas on your own, and then like you guys sit around in a circle and just kind of vibe, or do you have a process that you kind of adhere to? What is the kind of go to strategy for creating like your next work? So this particular album, a lot of the songs I wrote just by myself, and I'll bring them in, and um, my dad will produce it amazingly like the last album we co-wrote a lot of the songs right he's he's like a blues master so i would come with an idea yeah sometimes i'll wake up and i have the whole song written out of my hip boom 
or that whole ad, like those, like in the best that it could feel, like that great bridge that was all him. You know, it just depends on what what song it is. And uh, so, but it's usually co-writing with my dad. That's a big thing that I do. Right. So, so when you're doing it, when you finally get to okay, we're kind of messing with this. Uh, you sit with a guitar. He sits with a piano. Or, yep. or, oh, Okay. And oh, that's yeah. that's kind of your your foundation work that's right it. there. Yeah. Yep. Now, how about road testing? Do you guys go out and like test it out, or you just go right to track? I mean, you're obviously um, veterans at this, so um, like, do you try it out in front of anybody before you cut it, or you just no. go right to recording? We it? just cut it and then we just start performing it. And uh, that it's funny the the song, the first song you played, Higher Place. That is the song that people always get up and lose their mind to. That that for some reason that groove gets people going out of their minds so i'm like all right that's that's a winner that's yeah. definitely a winner do you guys do you guys um yeah and i played that first aren't i clairvoyant yeah, yeah. yeah i really really dis- <laughs> do you guys um do you guys do any cover material oh yeah actually oh, yeah. yesterday i posted up um our version of i feel good i put that up we'll we'll throw them in but they're always like funk soul covers we'll throw into the mix especially if it's like a long gig like a right. four-hour gig which we do often really uh, four I mean, hours oh yeah that's why i'm a runner i run eight miles a day i have to that's how i, I do you able, really yeah that's how god I'm able bless to do you that. that's amazing i mean uh now how do you do a four-hour gig how does it even come up that i mean that's one whole Oh, felt man. swoop of like you know with a break in the middle or oh what? you take breaks you take like you'll be like 40 on 20 off right. depends on where you're at um but we do a lot of those because people book us all the time for events and you know right we, to- we do them all the time and it's great because they hire me because i start the party i remember we played this one this recent party where it was a dry party so no one could drink and a lot of people need to drink something to get the courage but i that's my biggest claim to fame i got everyone going out of their minds and they had <laughs> they were on nothing they were drinking water <laughs> in a dry county no in a less dry that's, county. that's awesome hey but i know they didn't fade away so let's listen yeah. to that one nice. by laura Cheeto.
Very, very awesome. Love that track. Was that Jimmy on the sax? No, that okay. is a, that is our great friend Bobby Michaels. Wow, and I, he's amazing. This is this is great. You know, um, I want to ask you also: Are those the tracks that we just played? Are they all from the Where's the Blues Hangout? Is yep. That, okay, Where so the Blues Hangs Out. Yep. Okay, great. So that's the the, tr- the record that they're from. Um, so where is uh, it's coming up on spring in 2016 in summer so where is the Cheadle gang headed um are we going to be doing touring like the rest of the year or a combination of more recording and touring yeah that's why we're keeping it east coast you know we have a lot coming up um in new york jersey philly a lot of jersey and philly and uh new york coming up so Great. I'm so excited. And you have lots of cool uh, videos on your website, too. And I oh, love yeah. your website. Your website looks, you know, it's it's really, um, I can tell it's up to date. You guys work hard on it, um, oh, yeah. keeping it current. So that's really cool. And also, you have a great schedule on there, too, calendar for uh, all your upcoming events. Definitely. So uh, why don't we, as we're winding down here, Laura, um, Please give out the website so we can get people to connect with you, support yeah. you, buy your music, and get a chance to see Laura Cheadle and the family. LauraCheadle.com. And from there, you'll be able to find all my social media. It's really easy. If you just type in Laura Cheadle, you'll find me everywhere you can. And I, and I always say, come out to a show. Because if you're in the, this area and, and beyond when we tour, you're going to be very surprised at how fun it is. So. I can't wait. I will be out to see you. And I want to thank you so much for being a part of Dharmic Evolution, taking the time to share your stories, your family, and your wonderful music with us today. It's been a pleasure to have you on the show, Laura. Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad you messaged me on Facebook. Awesome. Bob Dylan once sang, I can't help it if I'm lucky. That's the way I feel, and though I do not feel like an idiot wind, I do feel lucky to make another new friend by way of the Dharmic Karma. Pleasantina on drums, the honorary Cheadle. There is James with his wicked left-hand bass, Jimmy on guitar, and Laura Cheadle leading the charge with her soulful, bluesy, sexy voice. Higher place, this love looks good on me. The best that it could feel, fade away. Check out LauraCheadle.com for all of her music, the gigs, the schedule, everything that is Laura. You can find it. Just check on the show notes. Everything is there for your convenience. And when you get a chance, head over to DharmicEvolution.com. Check out all the content on that site, including my coaching page. If you're a podcaster new to the space or you're thinking of becoming one, I am the podcast launch expert, and I can help you with that challenge. Just email me at Kevin at DharmicEvolution.com. And if you have been a guest on this show, you're now famous in 43 countries, and you are on the site. Laura is now on the site. There's also videos, photos, conversations, music downloads, and links to all of my past guests on the site. Don't forget, the downloads are free. However, the content, it's priceless. I also want to ask both my guests on the show and the audience, stop by iTunes, leave a review for us. If you're digging this show, I read them all, and I thank you all. It helps the growth of the show tremendously. And the more we grow, the more we can continue to serve the indie artist community. 
Tune in on Wednesday, April 6th, to hear my visit with Aniel Reed, a very original sound using the banjo. I found this awesome lady not far from my home in Brooklyn, New York, right in my front yard. What do you hear the songs and the voice of this unique and talented artist? That's it for me today. I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor, singer-songwriter, audio-video artist, and master storyteller. So until the next time when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials or I'll see you from the stage.